Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. This is Artist Spotlight Series. TJ Miller. Oh, welcome God. to the Draft Podcast. Could you, could you be any more? <laughs> uh, we? Could you be any more unlike our podcast? <laughs> I, I like that. We should do an opening when we do this spotlight. Like, like we those, should. Like those ones that do like the docu series podcast. We should do it. Yeah, I want some me. PBS music. Um, yeah, we should do it, but with Welcome. me just talking over it and making fun of the fact that we're doing it every single time. <laughs> we should only do we should only do artist spotlights on funny numbers, like this one's sixty nine. Yeah, sixty nine. Do your TJ and say sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. guys, this is episode sixty nine. We are introducing a new series to the Draft Podcast. Still in draft pod form where we actually, you know, go through the serpentine style draft, but this will be a podcast where we just go five deep, um, with some honorable mentions. And basically we're just going through the moments of these different artists, comedians, musicians, uh, careers, and we'll call it the spotlight series. So episode 69, uh, what better way to do episode 69 spotlight series? Than one T.J. Miller. That's right. Yeah. And and what better reason to do it than the fact that T.J. Miller replied to one of my direct messages to him. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. James kind of freaked out this week. Uh, T.J. Miller uh, DM'd him. James slid so deep in, his, in those DMs. I slid in his DMs and he, you know, maybe like it took about a week, but he slid back. Uh-huh. He slid back. You know, he opened up himself to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, yeah. and, and I, I guess I could post like the DM on Twitter because it was really, I feel like I wrote it really awkwardly. Even, even <laughs> at the end, even at the end, I said something like, nothing you could do could change the fact that we're fans. And then I was just I instantly <laughs> in my head. I'm like, that sounds so cryptic. So then I just wrote dot, dot, dot. That sounds cryptic. <laughs> So we you, know you know what that actually reminds me of, and it's it's gonna be bad for the podcast, and I might be giving away a pick, but he does a thing on his one stand up special where he talks about doing the creepy fingers. Oh yeah. Like after he says yeah, something, yeah. he'll do this. Yeah. Like, don't worry, we'll always be fans. <laughs> <laughs> See, so we figured it made sense to do this because, you know, even if we are out there looking like, you know, just Desperate for attention. That's not what this is. This is this is a shout out to the TJ Miller. Oh. You know, not the TJ Miller and let him know that uh we're big fans and um yeah, maybe give us a retweet or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not I'm desperate a, at all. I'm, I'm, I'm desperate like a I'm, housewife. Yeah. Terrible I, joke. I'm uh 
Yeah, I'm a fat kid who was the youngest child. I'm definitely doing everything for attention. So, uh, yeah, this is for attention. <laughs> TJ. Same. You know? This is just because I'm riding high on, on getting some feedback, you know? And, and I want to, I do want to say as well that TJ's response, although it was, I'm, I'm not going to do your podcast. <laughs> he's, it was a very nice, nicely worded and it made me feel good and it was fine. You know, it was a nice. Yeah. It's it cool a, to respond back. It was a very delightful no. Yeah. <laughs> See, th- this is the message. I get that people, and he's busy as shit. Yeah, um, yeah of course. But, like, I, I get that people are, are not going to be able to do stuff or just not want to, which is fine. Um, I mean, with, but our, if you take, with our if huge you audience, the, I don't know why you want it. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, we're just trying to expand your brand. But, uh, you know. To take the 10 to 15 seconds to kind of reply back, like, yeah. doesn't take that much. So that was, yeah. that was nice of you. So with that, we've got Andy Lucas Flannery Liner from Transformers. <laughs> James Ehrlich Bachman Bryington. Okay. You got a good one. You got a good one. Yeah. And Drew Tough Nut Kissler. Oh, Tough Nut. Done. Tough, tough Nut. It, yeah. Yeah. So those are obviously all TJ Miller characters um, who may make an appearance on this draft list. So we'll see. Yeah. Maybe we won't mention that one TV show. Let's go go ahead. (laughs) So Drew, shake that box. Let's shake that box and get these picks going Uh for Todd Joseph Miller. Oh, is that his real name? Oh, James gets first pick. Oh, shit. Well. Drew gets number two, and Andy's number three. Oh, Just a reminder, me and James do not have our steel card, but Drew does. Uh, Okay, okay. James, take it away. Well, let me see here. Um, You know, TJ, the first time that I ever heard of Jesus Christ, Sorry, I'm trying first to do time it. you've ever heard of Jesus. Yeah, well, first time I've ever heard of Jesus. Yeah. Now, uh, vacation Bible school. Let me guess. <laughs> it was actually TJ. Hello, baby, yes. TJ was witnessing to me and telling me his experiences with Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No. Uh, so the first time I ever heard of TJ Miller, uh, it was it was in the early days of Conan's TBS show, and it was the first time I had ever seen him do stand-up, and it was actually the first time that he had ever done a late-night talk show, stand-up on a late-night talk show. So it was. So this is pre-facial hair. Yeah. You know, my uh, I've been a fan of TJ for a really long time. That's why I got so excited, you know, when he did respond back, even though it was a negative response, but in a nice way. Um, a positive and negative response? So my, my, my uh, kind of picks are all going to almost be like the life of TJ Miller. I'm kind of going from Oh. I'm kind of going from the beginning, you know. TJ yeah. Miller, this is your life. Yeah, this is your life, right? It's an origin story. So, it's a what story? It's an origin. Story. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. But uh so the first my first pick is going to be TJ's first appearance on Conan O'Brien. His Conan O'Brien's TBS show. I think it's probably his first appearance on Conan if it was his first late night talk show. And, uh, he did a stand up bit where he talked about throwing up 
and making eye contact with a woman sitting outside yeah. of Starbucks. <laughs> And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I remember laughing my ass off. And then uh, the other part of the bit, it was really only two jokes in the bit, but the, just the way he acted them out. Uh, the other part was how he was able to get a crazy picture on his on his California driver's yes, license. Yes, yeah. And like, I guess oh, where he had the face, he yeah. walked in with that yeah. face. Yes. <laughs> one of the ideas was uh, you get three chances to take the picture, and if you make funny yeah. faces three times, they they say you can't get your license today. You got to come back. So then he thought. Well, what if I just come in with that face? I mean, what yeah. are they going to say then? You know, and it's <laughs> fucking funny. And then, like the moment in the joke where he realizes that the guy, like he didn't think about it before, but the, he realizes in his head that the guy's about to say smile for the camera, yeah. and he realized at that moment that he could make this stupid face even fucking stupider. <laughs> yeah, he said he yeah. he almost started laughing because he got excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And I also, I I'm like going to post, every pick that I pick today, I'm going to post links on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, so yeah, yeah absolutely. Let's do that. Yeah, I um, and I like your idea of kind of uh, this is TJ, yeah. you know, life cycle. So I think I, uh, I think I might go that route too, where <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where I just go, but, oh, I don't have my pick, but no, I'm going to, I'm going to go that route with you. Cause there's a. Yeah. And that, that stand-up performance was uh, December 13th, 2010. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and we'll go from there. That's, that's my first pick. Drew, what do you got? Well, man, I'm not going to do that at all. Uh, but there's one thing that really, like, I think to me embodies just him and how he is is – the uh, oh, what is it called? This is not happening. Oh yes, yeah, this is not. Damn happening. it! That was that was uh, high on my list. Where he tells the story about how he almost dies, and it's yeah. just like the way he confronts like such a serious topic, like in himself, and is like willing. Like I just feel like that's what's great about him, and then he just. He doesn't like. He doesn't care. Like these things, these terrible things can happen to you, but you just keep going, kind of thing. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's my pick. His his story about his uh, was it aneurysm, the seizure, or embolism, whatever. Yeah, he had a brain. Yeah, aneurysm. and you know this really fucks up my. This is my life, TJ. Fucking moment, Drew. Well, God damn it. I mean, did you think this we was, were all gonna go in order? This I was know. gonna be my next pick. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of did go in order. Well, I mean, the story probably happened, you know, a lot further back yeah. than well, this when the episode aired. Yeah, he said it happened in 2010, so that was probably yeah. around the same time. But it was, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a damn good or damn good video to watch, and just him tell the story. And yes, about how he he wakes up and the, the, yeah, they. The paramedic's like, you just had a seizure. You're about to have another one. And then he just goes out. <laughs> and then he, uh, he goes into the hospital bed, and the, the nurse comes in and just says, your doctor can't be here, but we're sending his proxy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and then yeah. a robot comes in. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. you never the future? Yeah. <laughs> I love the, the idea he had about, like, Andy just Andy just left. No, he didn't. There he is. He didn't leave at all. But uh, I love the idea that I don't want to finish the sentence before Andy connects. 
Because although Drew is trying to kayfabe and say Andy never left, <laughs> Andy has definitely left, and yeah. now it is just in connecting mode. Oh. Now I'm calling. Now he's calling. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what's going to happen. Oh, there, there he is. <laughs> there he yeah, is. He I know. that By proxy, so good. <laughs> <laughs> now, but I like the idea that he said, like, it's really cool to see a robot, but, like, not when you're not expecting a robot. You know, like, all of a sudden a robot comes in and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> I love how he questioned the doctor. Like, you know, uh, have you ever had a – it tried to end with a joke um, and, it, and it just kind of falls flat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's like – well, well yeah. you know, I'm would you co- rather uh, live or would you rather not, not be funny on stage anymore? Well, well, Doc. <laughs> yeah, that's a great pick, man. Um, okay, you guys are going in totally different direction than I expected. Um, so, you know what? I'll continue that direction. Um, I think my favorite T.J. Miller moment uh, might be this might be a surprise, I guess, to some people, but um, I would say his acceptance speech at the 2015 Critics' Choice Awards. Um, oh. So he, he won um, he won an award um, for, you know, actor in a comedy series um, and went up there. He was eating food. Um it was, it was just – it was the perfect speech. Like so many of these speeches like feel just – Let's name drop everybody possible. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like a speech should be kind of entertaining, kind of make fun of yourself or someone else, you know, do something like that. Like, the, you know, but I get it to everybody. The speech is different, but I love that he came up there. He was eating and then he quoted this beautiful, beautiful, like people were laughing, but there's so much real to this. I would say that awards are for children because children need a tangible representation of their achievement. And as adults, you have to settle for the respect and admiration of your peers. That's so damn good. (laughs) That's awesome. Like, like I remember like watching that laughing and then just being like, wait a second. That is some, some profound shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I just love, and that's that's essentially how he got. You know, I guess this could be another pick, but they ended up reaching out to him to do something else for them, um, which will probably get mentioned later in the podcast. But but it's because it's it's almost because of this speech, I believe, is how he got an opportunity, you know, to do something else. You know. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, my next pick, going in kind of that vein. Oh no, you thought I was going to do it. I am going to do it. Here's the thing. <laughs> he, he I don't know what the award. fuck you're doing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he won that damn award because he has one of the greatest TV like characters of all time in Ehrlich Bachman. So I'm taking Ehrlich Bachman in. Um, uh, uh, whoa. Wow. Taking, uh, yeah, Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah, I had a rap in my head and it's gone now. I was going to do a rap, but 
It was more about Thomas Middleditch, so. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he plays his character freaking perfect. Um, from the moment we get the jump off where, you know, Middleditch is coming in and he's kind of all upset and T.J. Miller's like, like, basically like, is someone picking on you? And then he goes out there. You're, like, not sure what it is. And all of a sudden it's church candy, kid. And he just slaps the shit out of him. <laughs> that was the, that's the first episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that was like, that was one of the most important like scenes in the sense that that set the tone for like immediately. I was like, Oh, I fuck with this show. <laughs> I don't even know what's going to happen. Yeah. This show is yeah. my new show, you know? Yeah. I um, mean- I mean, I don't think that show, uh, and to be honest with you, fifth season is funny, and it's still really funny. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it does seem like it is missing a little bit of something, you know, minus Ehrlich. So, yeah. It'd be interesting to see if, you know, so, something about T.J. Miller that's funny to me is he's, he's almost like an Andy Kaufman type of character where yeah. he really like, is. Yeah. It seems like everything that he does is pre-planned and he's got this whole idea of how he wants his career to go in the, in the sense that the way he accepts every single role or, or goes in and like goes out for like, for instance, he always talks about Yogi Bear 3D yeah. and how that's like his best the, role the of his entire of career. 3D. Yeah, I was the star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he brings that up all the time and I and it, you know, he even like is adamant about that that's not that's not bullshit. That's legit. That was literally the best role I ever had. Yeah. And when he yeah. even when he had that aneurysm that happened that he started having a lot of signs of that happening on the set on of the, Yogi yeah. Bear. So, but I don't know. I just think that he's like an Andy Kaufman character in the sense that he's doing all this shit just to get headlines, just to be in the news, just to continue being in the public eye and being goofy in the background, Yeah, you know, the whole and, time. And, you know, like, you know, you say that because and it's interesting because one of the things I was thinking of is the there's a lot of similarities between him and Jim Carrey also. Yeah, yeah I was going to say the three of them. You know, that's all, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, like yeah. T.J. Miller just happens to be the young kind of yeah. version. Yeah. It's, and I think T.J.'s experiencing something Kaufman and Carrie experienced a little bit later. He's just so, like, in his own head in terms of, like, he's so damn smart and, like, yeah. philosophical yeah, and yeah. understanding of stuff that, like, I think his is starting to happen a little bit early. Mm-hmm. Um but he's also got somebody by his side with his, you know, with his wife and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that that probably helps. Whereas, uh, you know, Jim Carrey was kind of jumping around and stuff like that. But yeah. his wife, his wife is Kate Gorney. Have yeah. You, have you ever seen her before or seen? Them yeah, yeah, yeah. I might, I might take a pick that kind of she makes a little cameo in. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. But yeah, I mean, the Ehrlich Bachman character kind of like embodies everything. T.J. Miller, the quick wit, just the the joke after joke after joke. As a matter of fact, I was going to bring up, um, I I was going to have like three to four different, you know, Ehrlich Bachman things just because there's so many different memorable moments um, from that show. When he did like, was it, it was like 90 jokes in five minutes. 
like he was pick. He he came in and was making fun of Jack Barker. Oh, and was yeah. like saying, oh, yeah, 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 and he was just ripping joke, 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 yeah. joke. Yeah, that was one of the most genius things ever. It was like that was one of those ones where when a skilled rapper um, is like doing all these different, you know, verbal exercises and all these different, you know, double entendres and stuff like that, and you have to go back and listen to it yeah. over and over just to catch everything. I remember having to do that because I was, like, laughing on a couple of them. And I was like, oh, wait, I totally missed, like, three jokes right there. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to go back and, like, you know, where he was talking about, like, uh, how old he was and how he had to, like, how he eats at Perkins. Um, (laughs) Like, just all all of that funny shit, like, and he was just going off. Um so that one, and then the other moment is when he goes, uh, when he's negging, I guess, um, and he goes at the companies, and every time he, like, picks on the companies, um, they kind of up the offer. Yeah. And then, like, it's the same one where they were like, oh, what's the last thing? He, you, wait, you put your balls on the table? And he's <laughs> like, yeah, I got the best offer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. Oh. Oh, wait, wait. And the greatest TV scene in all of TV history. The D2F. D2F? Yeah. The uh the the dick theory oh on the whiteboard. Oh, uh, yeah, how yeah, many yeah. hand jobs that or yeah. how many Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. most efficient way to give a hand job to everyone at TechCrunch Disrupt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Inside exactly. Out. Can I can yeah, middle out. The middle out. Yeah, that's um, how they create yeah, yeah. a middle out algorithm. Can oh, I jerk okay. jerk four at a time? <laughs> yeah. If I go like with an up and down, you know, <laughs> yeah. angle like and it, just all the math behind it, really the whole scene and everybody that was in it. Yeah. Um but like that's one of the greatest TV scenes in the history of yeah. TV. In my, it really, I, it I, really I heard an interview with Mike Judge, and they were talking about how they actually brought in like uh, a Stanford professor, yeah, yeah. To, to make sure the math was right on it. Yeah, <laughs> like they, they wanted to get the equation right. Oh god. <laughs> oh shit. Well, for me, like the you know, I also when I think of him, I think of like you know, just that thing where you do like if it's funny to you and like that absurdity is what i love like that's just always been me it's you know most people say that's my biggest fault i love it though um because i only like to make myself laugh um but (laughs) (laughs) this is in his uh this is in his uh stand-up special uh what uh shit no reason why is that what it is okay it's uh i think it's the, the the one on it's the one the comedy central one but it's the bit about talking about a girl on her period. <laughs> he's doing impressions of girl like he's like this is an impression of a girl that's uh, a girl on her period that talks about it too much even though she shouldn't. And she's like, "Oh, Aunt Flo's in town. Hold her. I'd like some spaghetti. Hold the marinara. I brought my own. Thank you." <laughs> but, but but then fucking <laughs> fucking he after so he gross. says that. Two big confetti bombs go off behind him, and the the stagehand brings out this like AK, and he just starts firing it into the air. And it's one of the funniest fucking things. Like, and what's best is is like he should have just ended the show there, but he keeps right. going. His next his, his next impression is 
All right, this is the next. Imp- this next impression is uh, of a comedian who should have stopped when he was ahead, and he just like, hey. oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it goes, oh, it's so fucking funny. Oh, but I, shit. I love that just like over the top thing. It's one of like he did. He did one of his uh, one of his impressions in his first appearance on Conan, where he does. Uh, it's a construction worker that's real manly, but every now and then's real feminine. So he's like, uh, he's like, "Hey, Bobby, I told you you got you got to flatten out this concrete. What the hell, man?" And then something ha- I forget what happens, but he go that he like answers the phone. He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> 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 uh, shit's so fucking funny. Yeah, he is truly kind of one of the only like absurdist kind of type comedies out there. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's, I'm, he's so unique in what he does on stage. I do yeah. want to clarify. Pete Holmes is kind of an I'm, absurdist guy. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I do want to clarify for the bit. I'm not taking the full special though. I'm just taking that, just that, that bit. bit. So if anybody has anything else from that special, the special is actually no real reason. No real reason. So, yeah. But so you're taking the just that little the the woman on her period bit. So, so I could have took scenes. <laughs> well, yeah, I I just don't want. Like I said, I don't want to be like stand like you know. No, I got you. Yeah, I got you. I, I got think you. you can. You can we want to cover the, the multitude of what he's done. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I like when it comes to stand up. I just want to do the jokes because. You that never, makes like, sense. Actually, there that could makes be crossover. Sense, yeah. Like think, the stuff you said on Conan is like, some of the stuff yeah. is in this special. So I think. So uh, with my next pick, I'm taking his whole career. I think, <laughs> I think Wait, made, where's Daniel? We need a we need a, we need a ruling on this. I think TJ made the right choice not to come on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're the podcast that works things out on the air. So. <laughs> But you know that's kind of the, the best show way and to do the it. Behind the yeah. scenes at the same time. I, I want. That's the thing, though, is I don't. I could sit here and talk for the next ten minutes about that special. Where I'd rather, like, you know, like if you guys have something from it, you know, take it. Okay. Well, my next pick is going to be uh, one of TJ's early movies. She's out of my league, where he played Stainer. Ah, oh, yeah. Stainer. I'm taking the whole movie. Uh, he was he was the comic relief in the movie, and he yeah. was funny as fuck. He outshined, yeah. he outshined all the other comic relief in the movie. Agreed. Dude. Uh, but one of, one of the things I think is interesting about She's Out of My League is uh, I was watching an interview. I think it was him on Colt. No, I think it was him on Kimmel. Right. Where he's talking about he was driving to the DreamWorks uh, studio mm-hmm. to, to audition for She's Out of My League. But he forgot his, his ID or whatever. So he couldn't get through the gate. And as he's at the gate talking to the guy, all of a sudden a car drives up, and in the car is Steven fucking Spielberg. So, so he uh, he sees Steven Spielberg, and he, like he instantly just goes, "Oh my god, that's Steven Spielberg!" And the guy's like, "Yeah, you're at DreamWorks." <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, he said, "My his first reaction was just to say, hey, Steven Spielberg,' like just yeah, like say his full name." So then, as Steven Spielberg's driving away, he backs, he like stops and backs up, and he's like, he's like, hey, Steven Spielberg. And Spielberg is like, oh, I know you. And he's like, before Steven could even say anything, he's like, I, I know you too. You're Steven Spielberg. I'm TJ Miller. I'm about to go in and do it. He's like telling him all the shit or whatever. And he's like, Steven Spielberg says something like, 
oh yeah, I know who you are. My wife thinks you're really funny from that show Carpoolers, which was like his first TV show. Yeah, on I, ABC. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen the show, but uh, I just thought it was a funny story. And then Steven Spielberg says something like, uh, I'll vouch for this guy. He says it to the guard and then says, just tell the studio that you were late because you were talking to me. And then and then TJ Miller looks at him and goes, "Yeah, that's cool. I was gonna say that anyway. Thanks, man." <laughs> uh, so then that's because of that. That's how he got his later some of. I'm not gonna say the stuff because we might pick it, but some of his right. other future roles have to do with Steven Spielberg. So that's amazing. Yeah, that was like a big. That uh, is an awesome story. That moment was like a, a huge moment for his career. So that was your oh, thing, the Kimmel interview. No, well, no, 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 no. It's, oh, she's, she's out of my league. league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. out of my league. I just, yeah, yeah. Which we haven't even got into the, the Yeah, no, no, that's, that yeah, that's fine. One of the other things that he said, though, and this is almost even fucking funnier, is that, well, I'll wait. I'll wait until somebody picks something okay. Something else. But, but, but as far as she's out of my league, uh, I think my favorite thing was uh, where he was, they were at the bowling alley trying to explain um, the difference from like, uh, you can only go up, uh, at max five or something. Two yeah. point, yeah, 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 three, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Basically, it was talking about like, okay, uh, yeah, you're nice and you're funny. That's a half a point and a half a point, but you have a shitty car. Um, not even, uh, God, what was it? It was some terrible car back then. Not even the makers of that car like that car. Um, <laughs> And basically, and then he was talking about like, uh, well, I'm a six because he was talking about the, the other dudes a five, um, and uh, Baruchel was a five, yeah. and he's like, well, why are you a six and I'm a five? And he's like, he's like, well, I'm in a band, you, but you have a van that's a half a point. Nope, struggling artist, yeah, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, he's like. He's like, yeah, but you're in a Hall and Oates cover band, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that should yeah. bring you down. Which, by the way, is amazing. That yeah, is yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so for my next pick, uh, I'm going to go back to, uh, you know, my This Is My Life. I'm going to consider This Is Not Happening, Drew's pick, one of my picks. And so for number three, for or this will be my fourth pick, I guess, considering Drew's pick. <laughs> Wait, you just, you just I'm just going to take it. I'm not going to steal it. I'm just going to consider it mine in my own head. So here we go. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, this is... Uh, T.J. Miller is a, an outstanding improvisationalist. Wait, so you are yes. you're, you're just forfeiting your pick? No, no. Oh. I'm not doing anything other than in my own head, your oh, pick okay. is my pick. So. I'm upset. I think you're about to take what my next pick was and what I almost picked at pick two. I don't know. This is, uh, this is just – it's a video on YouTube that – I came across actually doing research for this, you know, a lot of stuff I had already written down, but I came across this and this is like a perfect example of how good of a comedian TJ Miller is. And, uh, this is a, a show called, it's a web series called set list. Uh, Damn it. That is what I was oh, stand up without it. a net. And it's yeah. a, it's yes. a nerdist, uh, nerdist web series, but the idea is that the comedian goes on stage and they have no idea what they're going to talk about. And on the screen behind them, facing the audience and the comedian, everyone gets yep. to see what the topic is at the same time. The comedian turns around and whatever's on the screen, he makes a joke about it, right? Yeah. And TJ Miller, I swear to God, that is, 
if you guys have no idea, yeah. if you've never been on stage before, the idea of going on stage unprepared is like the scariest thing in in my whole life. I can't even imagine doing it, you know. Uh, and especially doing improv without having a cast of improvers, you know, people that right, you right, can right. play off of and jump off of. That's it's. I mean, I've done improv before with a cast, but never, never just gone up by myself without without having any type of preparation. So if just, I'll post this video. Um, but he just fucking kills every joke, every single yeah. every single time. And it's weird topics. Like one of them is uh, a non sexual reason that you pulled out. Oh my so, god, that's so good! Yeah, and it's this just, is my favorite TJ Miller stand up yeah. ever. Yeah. By the way, so uh, I'll post this link. I'm not going to ruin any jokes by telling them now, just because you got to see this thing kind of fresh. But yeah. I'll post the link. It's so fucking funny, and he goes up there and fucking destroys it. And he he flew to the UK to do it. He's jet lagged. Yeah. He's worried yep. about he's worried about the circular stage and the fact that he. That he didn't put the fucking lint roller on the back of his jacket, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a really fucking. It's a really yeah, cool. I'd love to rewatch this because I think you showed it to me when it had, and I, I remember loving it. But now I just, yeah, I'm yeah. blanking on stuff. But yeah, that, all I, I'm I gonna say, it. yeah, all I'm gonna say is, rabbit. <laughs> That's yeah. That's it. Watch it. Trust me. We're gonna post this. It's one of the funniest things you'll ever see, and it's brilliant because, James, like you said, I I believe this is – you know when I was talking about, like, I'd like to see Last Comic Standing come back if it was done right? Well, fuck that. I want to see <laughs> this type of show, yeah, right, on, like, an HBO, but do it as, like, a, like a tournament-style bracket, yeah, right? And, and actually just put these different words up because I think this is some of the best stuff that you can watch from comedians is watching them kind of like work through the process. And then all of a sudden you could actually see while TJ Miller was doing this, he would, he would kind of start off like he was kind of getting into it. And then as soon as it clicked in his head, what he was going to do, he just skyrocketed. Yeah. 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 So and like, I would love to see more comedians do this kind yeah. of thing. He makes a, the the transition between him, yeah, because he starts talking instantly, and then he yep. he starts. You can see him developing the idea and where he's exactly. Go his head, and then next thing you know, it's like a full yeah. on fucking real joke. Which to me, but, that was like one of the greatest things. Ever. And you also have to consider that this took place in 2015. And he had part of his frontal lobe removed in 2010 from a fucking brain injury. Yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> It's, yeah, which they, he says in that this is not happening. Like the like that's like the creative yeah. part. So like yeah. it's it's pretty astounding. Yeah. Well, I think we were talking about it off mic, but there's uh there's a thing out there with him, you know, covered in water, uh his HBO special. But I'm not taking that. I'm taking hot ones. The other one where he's no, covered you're in not. water. <laughs> yep. No. Him, Sean Evans, it's my favorite YouTube show. I'm taking it. Man, fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. Just the way he called out, uh, was it DJ Khalid all the time? And, whew. <laughs> and plus, he got through it all. Like, oh, it's so good. Uh, Andy, don't you wish you had that steel card? <laughs> I hate Drew so much. I don't right think. Howens is Andy's favorite YouTube show, and I don't think he's ever gotten to pick it. I don't think he's ever had the opportunity to pick it in the history of the podcast. 
Like, and then this, you know, this was gonna, this, uh, <laughs> that should have been your number one, dude. I swear. seriously, you guys just took what were my next two picks. <laughs> I was, I was so like, worried. I was so worried. Like it wasn't going to, like you were going to take it in those last two, Andy. I was like, Oh no, he's not going to, I'm trying to do the math. Like, no, I think he thinks he can sleep on it. <laughs> so I'm going to wait. I did think I could sleep on it. And then I was it. like. I was like, James isn't going to do it, but he might, but I'll just run the risk. And I, I did it. Whew, that worked out beautifully. I uh, hate you so much. But, yeah, that was a fantastic interview. Um, and that's one of those things that, like, is an iconic moment in Hot Ones, like, lore, yeah. Hot Ones history. Um, where T.J. Miller's eating the wings. He gets, he gets the spice. He gets all hot. Yeah. And he literally just takes the entire water bottle squeezes it and all of the water just <laughs> splashes all over his face and it's it's seriously one of the greatest hot ones moments ever yeah, yeah. oh it's so good i love the uh the part where he uh, he does like the turnaround <laughs> like that's just, a great show by yeah. the way isn't it oh, so I, you probably just recently watched this interview the first time what do you Drew's mean? ever seen the show what do you mean i, I saw <laughs> yeah. it when it first came out yeah <laughs> Yeah. It's a great show, isn't it? Great concept. Drew finally watched Hot Ones. After watching all of them and being the biggest fan, he's finally seen the show. Uh, See, but that's my favorite. That's that's one of my favorite types of T.J. Miller. Yeah. Is interviewee T.J. Miller. Yeah, it was very good, though. Like, like watching, I was like, oh, shit, this this is really, like, this is a great interview with him, too. Just, and... Him like talking about Ryan Reynolds on the the magazine covers was so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like how good he looks. Yeah, he's like he, that's the thing about him. Like he said, that's why Deadbolt pulls a perfect movie for Ryan Reynolds is because it covers up how beautiful he is. Yeah, yeah. He's you like, can't be funny if you're that fucking pretty. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Well, yeah, all his observations are so like. Even though they're funny, they're like brilliant. Yeah, no, they're real. A lot of them. Legit. You know? Well, Andy, are you? Did you search for two new picks yet? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pissed, but I'm gonna go Yin Yang Friends featuring Bo Burnham. Oh, I don't even know what this is. No, I did So T.J. Miller dropped uh, like a comedy rap album. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Two. And he's got a song two. called Yin Yang Friends with Bo Burnham. Pull it up real quick, just uh. Play a snippet of it, if you will. Yeah, I love the fact that yeah, I'll get it. People wanted him to put out an album, like a comedy album, so he just put yeah. out a rap album. <laughs> like it's so fucking funny. That that's yeah, just, and that's that was only that, like, that had to be a couple years Kaufman. after the surgery. Yeah, yeah, that's the shit that makes you think of Kaufman, where it's like, oh, you want that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here's the album yeah. I put out for you guys. <laughs> I mean, just play a little bit. Of it. It's a, by the way, Bo Burnham, like. He's actually got some nice flow. Oh, I, um, I love Bo Burnham. I think he's great. Yeah, but uh, T.J. Miller, like, this concept was absolutely hilarious. There's something about confetti with me, because as soon as I saw Bo Burnham say, do the joke where he pulls out the confetti out of his pocket, he's just like, yeah. Except we both ivory, Yeah. Yeah. 
And the fact that he's like not he's probably like 25 now. Yeah, you get it. We'll we'll post the yeah, the video. Awesome. Um, but yeah, that shit was hilarious. Uh, like oh, the DJ Miller rapping, and he just yeah, he just like copies him, and he's like, "Hey, wait a second, man! <laughs> like you can't you can't just copy exactly what I just said." Oh, so good. Oh man. So yeah, that's 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 my next one. Um, I wanted to get weird and us actually touch all kinds of weird things he's done. So, yeah. um, the next one I'll go with is, oh man, I got a couple here. I'm interested. I'll, I'll go with, uh, um, you know what? Screw it. I'll go with eee, Omaha News, uh, he went on a Omaha news station, right? And you can tell these are things that the comedians and stuff like that just have to go and do. Yeah. Um, but like, again, with his like absurdity thing, right? He, uh, he, uh, just, he, it's the, it's the target. He loves doing water stuff, apparently. Yeah. But he was, he was like, drink a little bit of water. And then, like, uh, he would go to talk, and all the water would just dribble out of his mouth. So, like, the news anchors were just <laughs> dying laughing. And every time he'd talk, like, water would just go out of his mouth. And it, like, soaked the front of his shirt, his tie. And, like, <laughs> even one of the, the news anchors is, like, like, at one point, you could tell he, like, got caught up in the moment, and he's, like, you know, trying to be, he's like, wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> you're like, Whoa, that's bad, dude. Um, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, it was just hilarious. He was just, he was just up there, like trying to have a good time with it. It kind of showed like, to me, it was one of those things where, you know, that like, okay, you're going through the grind of these different interviews from trying yeah. to promote your show to get people to go there. And he was just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to do my own thing and kind of have fun with it and be absurd. And, uh, like, I'm telling you, look up uh, TJ Miller Omaha News. Shit is so funny, man. Yeah. I'll check it out. You know, while I was doing research for this, uh, I I was watching all these little interviews and shit that he did. Like, he, I feel like he does everything. Which makes me want yeah. to question the fact that he doesn't want to do our podcast. But. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, man. What's but, up with that? <laughs> but uh, I, I somehow I got into like some type of rabbit hole and I clicked on a video of the guy who plays Jin Yang on Silicon Valley talking about yeah, yeah, season yeah. five of Silicon Valley. And he's he's talking about moving from Hong Kong to the United States. And this has nothing to do with TJ. This is about Jin Yang, but just the, <laughs> it's it's really about the way Andy was describing how the news anchors re- reacted to TJ. Well, yeah. In this, uh, Jin Yang, the guy who played Jin Yang, is saying something about how he didn't he didn't he knew English, but he didn't understand slang. 
So, like, a girl would come up to him and be like, what's up? And he'd be like, what What do you mean? And then he'd just be looking in the sky <laughs> to see what's up, you know? And uh, and the one of the news anchors, it's so funny. If you, if you watch this interview, it's so fucking funny. One of the news anchors, after he says that, says, uh, just it's just straight up fucking unfunny white guy goes... I bet she didn't stick around very long. <laughs> like that. Oh and it was like, it's like the most awkward, like, nobody else laughs. The yeah. whole, like, it's almost yeah. like a fucking needle goes across the record. They're just like, dude, yeah. stop trying to fucking act with that. Yeah. I'm being funny on my own. I don't need your help. Yeah. I don't know why my record scratch just sounded like Scooby. <laughs> I bet I bet uh, she didn't stick around. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> like oh fuck! Oh man! Anyways. Yeah. So yeah, I, that 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 clip is is amazing. It's just it's TJ being TJ, which is which is fun to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, you know. The guy, you know, he does interviews and that kind of stuff, but he doesn't do podcasts, he says. So uh, I'm picking the three episodes he was on, You Made It Weird, a podcast that wasn't his own. Um, (laughs) 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 Uh, Dude, I, you know, really, like, this is, these three are so good. The the first two were actually pretty quick, because the second was because he was defending the fact of, I think there was like a, I forget who it was, it might have been Dane Cook. I don't can't remember, but he got into some tiff on tipped online because there was you know it was one of those shows where all these people were coming up, and then I think it was Dan. I don't I don't I hope it was just for the sake of it, but he comes up and then does like an hour, so like four or five people get pushed, like they just and he was like, yeah, if you're gonna come up and work on stuff, then that's fine, but don't fucking take up the rest of the night so these people are just screwed, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, it became, like, a good thing, but it was in... Uh, I think there was even a thing with him on Rogan, I think, around the same time, because Rogan, I think, lashed back at T.J. Miller, and then he was like, no, and he's like... Yeah. So he gave him on Pete Holmes to, like, defend himself. But, yeah, he's got three episodes, and I really just recommend every time he's on there. Yeah, uh, they, he's awesome, and yeah. he's... he's uh... Plus, with his, like, nihilist attitude, like, I... I love the 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 philosophical conversations they get into. It's just yeah. it's very good. He's very open. Yeah. Yeah, he he just talks about everything and anything. Um Yeah. I agree. Yeah, there is a there's a funny nihilist line. Actually, I'll probably take it with my last last pick and I'll explain um what it is, but uh yeah, that's that's a good one. Anytime Pete Holmes cuz they they uh he did his TV show a couple times too, and those were hilarious. Uh, those yeah. those videos are out on on YouTube. Um, but yeah, anytime Pete Holmes and TJ Miller are together, it's just I don't know. It's that that connection's so good. Yeah. Um, I know TJ did Pete Holmes' show um, on HBO, uh, Crashing Right. Yeah. I um, got it. it might be a pick. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! My bad. My bad. No, it's all right. I don't. I don't know if it will since I only have one left. So it yeah, is- but like. Yeah, yeah. That those two together is like it's gold. Yeah. In TJ's defense, when he told me that he doesn't do other people's podcasts, I'm sure that he meant he doesn't do I, no, this, I, this I, podcast that I, definitely has 
no fucking bearing on anything in his life, and right, it's right, just right, basically right, right. a waste of his plus, life. Yeah, plus, <laughs> plus, Pete, is, yeah, plus yeah. Pete is like one of his good friends. Like yeah, they came up together, like yeah. in the Chicago scene yeah. and everything else. So yeah, all those yeah, because he did he did a couple years uh, with Second City. So yeah, yeah, yeah. all those um, uh, like Ham Kumail, Kyle Kinane, those two, yeah, like, you know they they all came up like in that same scene together. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. All right, well. um... Marty DeRosa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna name names, Drew? <laughs> so, uh. Well. For, trying, trying to get that foot in the door. <laughs> for my, uh, for my next pick, I actually came across this video during research mm-hmm. and, uh, I was, I had seen these before with different, different people doing them. But goddamn, I was fucking dying laughing watching TJ do this, and it's uh, on Vanity Fair has. Damn it! Oh, you, you, this is one of the ones. <laughs> oh yeah, I got all Andy's picks. Vanity Fair does this yeah. thing where you hi- they hijacks have, a tender, right? Oh, I did watch that. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, I I've I've seen them before. Like uh, I've seen like Seth Rogen's before, and it, it was really funny. Uh, but I wasn't like fucking rolling with laughter. But yeah. when TJ did it, I was fucking dying because every response he gave to somebody on the Tinder, every every time yeah. he would reply or send a comment, he would say, "Bring the money to the to the whatever whatever dock by yeah, midnight yeah, yeah, yeah. tonight or else or whatever." And lol, like, lol, lol, giggle, giggle. Where's told, my fucking money? He t- yeah. yeah. <laughs> And every time he would like, he would make it even more funny by yeah. like he he would act like he was gonna write something like regular normal and then just be like and bring the fucking money. <laughs> yeah. But uh, one of the times he told the guy he's like, if you don't bring the money by midnight tonight, I'm gonna kill everybody except for you and your whole family. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I was fucking dying. You know, he picked up a couple phone calls too. Yeah, he picked he, up one he, from her dad. Yeah. Um yeah. speaking of speaking of that. Dad, I'm in my room listening to records. Stop calling and he hung up on him. Yeah. Since since you guys haven't seen the HBO special, and I'm just gonna do a Daniel here and throw out a funny thing anyway. Yeah. Um that's not a pick. Um dude, he picks out somebody from the audience and he Oh, because the guy's name is Derek, which is funny. He's like, I'll tell any Derek's mom to go fuck themselves or something like that. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, do we have a Derek here? And he comes up on stage. He's like, let me see your phone. And he goes, like, calls his mom. <laughs> and he has, like, this conversation with her. And it's like, he's super sweet. Like, he's really, he's like, yeah, we're just here at the Paramount Theater recording. And, you know, Derek, you know, he's part of the act. And go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> this guy now probably has to explain to him, <laughs> to his mom, like, wait, why did he, why did a nice guy just tell me to go fuck myself? <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, well, the funny thing is, like, the dad texted immediately back, like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we did. should call your brother Derek right now. Drew's brother's name is Derek. We should call him right now and tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> well, you'd have to call my mom. <laughs> yeah, let's call Drew's mom. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I want to call uh, Derek. Uh, 
Um, Just kidding, hey, Derek. Can you, can you tell your mom to go fuck herself? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, bye. One of the one of the things too I love when he was just going through the pictures and the like tearing it down. That one guy's like, God, this guy posted a picture with him with the fucking guitar like like at an angle that's supposed to make him look cool yeah 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 and it's oh, black man. and white yeah <laughs> wait a second was that your fourth pick james yeah that was my fourth pick. yeah go my... figure that was his fourth pick okay <laughs> yeah. all right all right go figure so uh, do we want to roll this out now i mean no this... no time like the present all right yeah so, nothing like bringing the Podcast to a halt. Jabroni University presents. Go figure. Go figure. The figure four. Go figure four. Oh, go go figure four. Yeah. So the idea, the idea of this is that Jabroni U is sponsoring this. Uh, you know, if you guys want to go check out the Jabroni U podcast, it's about wrestling. Maybe you're not into that, but. Uh, maybe you are, and you want to hear some fucking idiots who don't really know much about wrestling talking about wrestling. Yeah. So <laughs> go find it on iTunes. Uh, they do a lot of breakdowns of, uh, you know, previews of, of, of different events. And it's not all negative like some of those other wrestling shows. It's a really good podcast. Yeah. I highly recommend it. And I'm actually playing it down when I say we don't know anything. We have two actually very strong experts in wrestling, which is mm-hmm. sad to say for them. But they are very, very expertised in wrestling history and what. And we have one crazed lunatic on the show, so yeah. he's and he's one and, of, and one that absolutely knows nothing. <laughs> yeah. The Jabroni himself. So this, so this segment is brought to you by Jabroni University, and uh, it's called the Figure Four. and And I'd like to start us off. Um, okay, you know, uh, Denver, go figure. <laughs> Canada's just made marijuana legal across all of Canada. Um, and, uh, you know, go figure that Canada would get that right. And America's so behind them yeah. in terms of marijuana. You know what I'm saying? Go figure. Like, go figure. Go yeah. figure. You know what? That Canada can get this right. Yeah. Before we do as a country. Go figure that Canada has a leaf on their flag and they're the ones that made marijuana legal. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. Yeah. You know? Go figure that Canada is nicer people and has better medical setups than America and they just made marijuana yeah. legal. Universal medicine and marijuana? I'm moving to Canada. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure. Uh, you know, it, it sounds like a better, better option every day, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Go figure. Spe- I'm not Canadian, but I'd like to be. Speaking of Canadians, yes. I think I'm going to sharpshoot a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I think. I don't remember what category was what, but sharpshoot. Um, <laughs> sharpshooter. This, this is where I go off on something, right? Yeah, the sharpshooter is... Uh, we know, We're still we- working this out. <laughs> sharpshooter is the best thing you've seen this oh, week. Oh, fuck, then that's not it. Which one do you want? You want to go off? You're doing the pile driver. The pile! Driver. Oh no! I'm that's sorry. The worst thing I've this seen. is the pipe bomb. Pipe bomb. The rant. The pipe oh, this, bomb. Okay. The jabroni you pipe bomb. So you kind of brought it up, and you know, to to piggyback on our great 45th president, fake news. So here's what I don't understand. <laughs> here's what I don't understand, and it, like it's it's been a combination. But this week, Larry King was on P. Holmes' podcast, or last week, and he was talking about how. 
Lawrence King was on Pete Holmes' yeah. podcast. Oh my god! And he was talking about <laughs> he was talking about how he doesn't watch the news, and he's like, he's like, and when I do, he's like, I love it because it'll be they'll say everything's breaking news. He's like, I'll turn it on at eight a.m. and it says breaking news. Four hours later, I turn it on, breaking news, still the same story. <laughs> and I just, oh man! And I just got thinking about like how like fucking ridiculous that is, and like like we you've said it before, James. Like you should there should be like an edict of. Once something happens, 24 hours, get everything right. Yeah, yeah. And then report it. Right. And then, like, I was thinking, like, yeah, that's true. Like, nobody wants to watch you figure out what's happening. Yeah, Just tell yeah. me the story when it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and with everything that's, you know, certain people get hit with Me Too shit, and it's because they don't know the whole story. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you base media off ratings, yeah, that's the fucking problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's like... If you're if you're gonna base it off ratings, now you, you've turned news into entertainment. Yeah. So therefore, they have to fucking be in your face all hours of the fucking day, telling you the minus, minuscule fucking details that don't fucking matter. Interviewing, you know how many fucking times a school shooting has happened, and I've seen interviews of fucking parents that I'm like, why the fuck would you talk to this fucking yeah. person? Like, for one, I don't want to know. Like, I, I, first of all. I'd rather you not fucking sensationalize the whole thing anyway. Yeah. Just tell, right. tell us what happened. Tell us what we're going to do to fucking fix the problem. And don't ever put a picture of the fucking shooter on the screen. That, yeah. That you know what I mean? Others, Fuck yeah. that. Don't ever fucking give that person a face. Don't give don't that give person any fucking attention. Call them yep. fucking asshole piece of shit number one. Yep. Or if there's two of them, one and two. Whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. Okay? I completely An APOS. Yeah. I kind of... No, I kind of took over Drew's pipe bomb here, but yeah, yeah go that's ahead. fine. I think, I mean, I've kind of, I've lost good, my uh, train of thought, but that was I, a good rant. I, I I'd, just, li I'd like to pick up that pipe bomb and uh, put it to my face real quick. Okay. And uh, say, um, you know, fuck news. All right, James, <laughs> what do you got? Um, you know what? We we live in a world, guys, where. We're stuck on this flat earth, you know, not moving, not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and go figure, the president of the United States creates the fucking Space Force to prove us all wrong. By the prove way. Prove all us flat earthers wrong. By the way, this is the sharpshoot. <laughs> I'm go figuring. Oh, man, I'm saying sharpshoot. This is the You think this thing is ever. the best thing ever? <laughs> yeah. So, well, go figure. No. Go figure, Andy, that... Mm -hmm. This dumb motherfucker in the seat of power in the United States calls up Michael Bay, I would assume, and says, hey, Michael, what would you call a group of people that protect the United States and Earth from space? Well, Donald Trump, first first thought in my head is the Space Force. Do it. All right, go. Are you fucking kidding me? Go figure that Donald Trump decided to call the coolest fucking thing in the whole goddamn world universe the <laughs> the whole universe <laughs> the dumbest yeah, fucking yeah. name in the whole fucking universe uh, uh, yeah. go Real fucking quick, figure let's let's uh let's uh by the way i'm enlisting if i can <laughs> yeah let's shoot let's uh wrestling term shoot some quick ideas for what that force should have actually been called Oh, oh man. man, uh, I think yeah. I, I said Astro Cops. I like Astro Cops. <laughs> Starship fucking troopers. Starship troopers. Starship it's already troopers. out wow. there. Are you kidding me? Wow. That's fucking wow. beautiful. You know? Um, I'm gonna call it the Endless Abyss. Uh, I think that's the water. 
the water police. <laughs> so with your fifth, damn it, that doesn't work. All right, so my Andy just created the seventh. I effed that one up. So I got one, two, three. I'm penned. I lose this opening, uh, you know, round of uh, the figure four by Jabroni University. Back to you, TJ Miller. I, I, I do have to say, to, to give myself a, a plug, I, I retweeted a tweet today that was like, two questions about space, or uh, yeah, how to go. Two questions I want to know about Space Force. When does when does Puerto Rico get electricity, and when does Flint get cl- clean water? Oh, <laughs> oh man! Yeah, so the, yeah, this break has been brought to you by the Jabroni University. Check it out on Twitter and Stitcher. Or, on Twitter, it is on Twitter, but on iTunes, it's on Twitter. Yeah, it's on iTunes and Stitcher as well, and. Uh, also, thanks soon, for being a supporter, Jabroni University. Soon to be on every platform, podcast can be available on just like the Draft Pod. Now back to my fifth pick. <laughs> you guys ready for this? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. That Vanity Fair pick was good, though. Yeah, that's a really funny. It's trying to get gonna, back to where we were. I'm yeah. like, wait, what was no, that? No, that was that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll post all these videos. And Literally, it's always funny to see the girl in the corner, the dude in the corner that's yeah. just sitting there, like giggling and laughing yeah. it up. Yeah, and like when they like legitimately are like, <gasps> like that's the greatest yeah. part of those things. Everything that we've picked throughout the week, will will post, you know, bit by bit each uh, each clip and everything and. Get you guys on board with TJ. Uh, so here we go. For my number five pick, I'm going to go with one of the weirdest, funniest things I've ever fucking seen in my whole life. And I'm going to go with The Gore Burger Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. TJ Miller's The Gore Burger Show. And what I didn't know is that he had something in 2012, 2013. That was Goreburger as well. Yeah, I so saw that. So this must on... be something that, like, has been in his head for a long, long time. Huh. So he's got some credit on IMDb from 2012 of the Goreburger show, but then this show is from 2017. I wonder if it was, like, a pilot he shot for something else. And then, I don't know. Yeah. But it's so it's it's this fucking alien that comes down and takes over this Japanese fucking talk show and <laughs> yeah. just eats everybody that's has to do with the Japanese show and takes it over and it becomes the Goreburger show. And uh like in the first episode they they fucking kidnap Kenny G and they, they Goreburger just loves the sounds <laughs> yeah. that Kenny G can make with his little clarinet or whatever the hell he plays. What does he play? Clarinet, right? Yeah, clarinet. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clarinet. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Jazz, or is jazz. it the jazz flute? Is it the jazz flute? No, not the flute. It's definitely a woodwind instrument. Well, he plays a saxophone. <laughs> Actually, he plays a saxophone because I listen to the musical stylings of Kenny G. There you go. Oh, I think it's the jazz yeah. sax. No, <laughs> he plays something. He definitely plays something with a reed on it. <laughs> but uh, the whole the whole uh, idea of the show, or like that scene, he, they kidnap Kenny G because Goreburger loves the fucking the sweet sounds of Kenny G, and he's he's got like a fucking anvil tied to a rope above Kenny G, and he has Kenny G. His feet are like uh, cemented blocks, so he can't move. 
And Gorberger basically threatens to drop the anvil on his head if he doesn't fucking play <laughs> music. Like, he's got a kidnap <laughs> in studio. This shit is so fucking funny. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, but yeah, the show is fucking, and just the opening scene, every episode you see the opening scene where Gorberger comes down from his planet and eats everybody yeah. and takes over the show. But it's, yeah. It's there's some weird. there's some Eric Andre show to this. Yeah, I was yeah. going to sure. say like, yeah. you know, not only are the two people quite alike when it comes to that stuff, uh the these shows, yes, uh, Eric Andre. If you're a fan of Eric Andre's show, you'll love the Goreburger show. Oh my god, Eric Andre, uh he does a lot of stuff with the Howard Stern show. Uh-huh. Everybody drinks. Yeah. And, uh, they, Howard Stern was talking about how he was in a meeting with Eric and he was taught, Eric Andre was talking about how him and his, one of his, uh, writing partners or comedy partners are going to do a thing where they go and get Botox in their ball sacks to see if they can get all the wrinkles out of their ball sacks. <laughs> God, I was laughing so hard when I fucking heard that. Oh, man. Oh. But anyways, I also wanted to mention Goreburger's show. There is a really funny video of Double G News, Snoop Dogg's news show yeah, yeah, yeah. on YouTube, where it's TJ and Snoop in the beginning getting high together and having an interview, and then Goreberger shows up and pushes TJ out of the way, and he becomes the guest of the last half of the show, and it's really fucking funny. He basically, That's fantastic. Goreberger basically interviews Snoop on Snoop's own show. <laughs> it's really fucking funny. I gotta check that out for yeah. sure. But anyways. Yeah. So, going back, I should have just, well, now that I see the way this is gone, I should have just picked the stand-up. But uh, um, back to his bit, and I want to go uh, talk about another joke he does. And when he talks about his, how he's got a name now, and he now can, uh, you know, he can now put a writer in his contract. And how one of the thing or two of the things in his writer is... Before he before he performs, he wants a terrible turkey sandwich and a pinata before he <laughs> in his contract. So that's a writer, said, yeah, yeah. And he said that uh, he said you know which, which is he said the 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 awful turkey sandwich is uh it says open to interpretation. And he said uh, he said one of the one of the shows he did was. The, the the girl brought it. She's like, I'm so sorry. They didn't have any ham or any turkey uh, sandwiches downstairs. So all I have is ham. And he's like, Well, that's a pretty terrible ham sa- or turkey sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other the thing with the pinata, he's like, He's like, Yeah, I even accept drawings of pinatas. And uh, he's like, And if you've never had a 22 year old begrudgingly draw you a pinata because you refuse to go on stage for 25 minutes. It is the best thing in the world. <laughs> he said there's like a PA or like the guy putting on the show on the campus or whatever. And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, you, you need a fucking drawing of it. And he's like, well, that's pretty good, but where's he going to hang from? <laughs> so he said he had to like draw the rope on it too. <laughs> that was from no real reason. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. His stand up is great. Definitely uh, check it out. Um, but. Uh, we've covered, let's see. So we've covered TV, we've covered interviews, we've covered stand up. Um, we have not yet done, even though we've mentioned, um, the Ranger Jones and, and Yogi 3D. Shout out to Justin Timberlake, who played Boo Bear. Um, James picked the movie. Know. 
Take a drink. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, you did. Get out of my Get league. Out of my league. Damn, then maybe I won't go there. Um, so the it if you like it, yeah, you know. I, I mean, I, I I love it. I love it, but uh, you want some more of it? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I said I like it. I love it. Uh, I'll, I'll go this one then. I'll go um, an interview. He's done so many uh, good late night interviews. Dude, his um, interview circuit is off the chain. Yeah, yeah with Conan and Stephen Colbert. Just, off the chain. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say uh, him on the late night interview scene? Can I can I make that my pick since it's the last one? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that because there's two I want to mention. He went on Conan, took his shirt off, and had a battle axe. Oh, Did you guys yeah, ever see yeah, that? That's a good one. Yeah, I've seen yeah, that. that was hilarious. And Conan was basically like, "What the hell's wrong with you, man?" And like, it was just so funny to to watch Conan like see somebody like kind of out weird him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that that battle axe actually makes an appearance in his HBO special. Oh, oh nice! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he he tells a story about like how he. How, when he bought it and then how he actually got pulled over by a policeman because he was yeah. walking around without it. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, he <laughs> brings a lot of different props because the other one yeah. is uh, he had a, he was on the Colbert uh, one before. With, this didn't even get picked um, before he did the Critics' Choice Awards in uh, 2016, which was unbelievable, um, him hosting that. But uh, he was on the Colbert show, um, and uh, he said something about, like, uh, you would say the critics would say this or this, and he's like, "It's like I had egg on my face." He takes an egg out, smashes it over his face, <laughs> and he's literally like dripping. Some of it gets on Colbert, yeah, um, and he's dripping with the eggs. And then he's like, uh, he has these skeleton hands, and he's like, uh, he takes the skeleton hands from Colbert, tells him to take off his glasses and close his eyes, and he starts like you know, saying something funny or whatever. And the camera zooms in and he's just taking these weird skeleton hands and like gently, gracefully, like stroking Colbert's <laughs> face. <laughs> it's just, that's awesome. Yeah. It's just, it, yeah. His whole interview scene is fantastic. If you haven't, his late night interviews are unlike any other late night interview yeah. that you see out there. So, um, so yeah, I'm taking him on the late night scene. Um, Real quick, some of the things I just want to call out that he's done that didn't get picked. Uh, he's big in the commercial scene. He loves doing commercials. It's funny because a lot of people like view that as like a bad thing. And this goes back to what you guys were saying. Didn't he? Like do, he'll do anything. Didn't he do the snot for like the Mucinex or yeah, whatever? Mucinex, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then he also did, um, gosh, what beer is it that you put the orange slice in? Corona. No, the orange oh. slice. Oh, shock top. Shock yeah, yeah, yeah. top. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he did the shock top, and those shock top commercials were hilarious too. So, um, so yeah, the commercials. Obviously, we didn't touch on Weasel and Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. there's a there's an outtakes reel on YouTube that you can watch. Watch all the outtakes of like yeah. him describing uh, Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds' face. Oh, because yeah. you look like an avocado had sex with a yeah. much older, uglier avocado like, or something like that. You look like Freddy Krueger had face-fucked a topographical <laughs> yeah, yeah, map yeah. of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Deadpool, he kills it. Um, 
honestly, Fred, Big Hero Six. Yeah. Like that, this dude does a ton of animated movies. He did uh, Tough yeah. Nut and How to Train a Dragon. Um, we touched on Ranger Jones, uh, Clay Vanstone, Office Christmas Party. Yeah, great character. This is kind of um, something I wanted to talk about. Is uh, he's in Ready Player One, which is okay. a, which is a Steven Spielberg movie. And to go back to the She's Out of My League story, where he saw Steven Spielberg after that moment, where he saw Steven Spielberg at the gate. He started to do this thing where every month he would call Steven Spielberg's office at DreamWorks and with the receptionist, he would just, he would just say, hi, Allison, this is TJ Miller. Uh, I don't have enough time to talk to Steven right now, but I will get back to him. Just please let him know that I will get back to him. I don't have time now. I'm very busy, <laughs> but I will get back to him. And then he'd hang up and he did that every month for like, fucking 10 years just kept doing that to the point where he kept like having his name in steven spielberg's ear if allison even fucking relayed the message or whatever yeah but it's so fucking funny and then finally he got the call one day and it was allison saying i have steven on the line and he's like who and he goes she goes steven spielberg and he goes Oh God. Oh my God. And then he's like, and then he, he was talking in the interview. He said something like, uh, he goes, um, if I was, if I was really funny, I would have gotten on the phone with Steven. And he said it was a 37 minute and eight, he knew exactly 37 minutes, 18 second conversation. But then yeah, he goes, yeah. but if I was really funny, I would have said, Hey Steven, I don't have enough time to talk right now. I gotta go. <laughs> and, then he, and then hang up on Steven Spielberg. Oh God, that would be so oh, hilarious. Shit. But that's, and then he, that's when he started getting roles in like Age of Extinction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Ready Player One, all that shit. So. Oh, uh, Jason and Search Party. The movie Search Party is really underrated. It's really damn funny. It's Thomas Middleditch. Uh, don't know the other guy's name and, uh, TJ Miller. Um, okay. great movie if you haven't seen it. I haven't. Um, uh, Lucas Flannery and Transformers. Those Transformers movies I thought were not good. Um, the, the one that he was in, but well, he was excellent. He was good, and then they fucking kill him. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah, super yeah, spoiler bummed. alert. Let's, uh... I want to throw those out Those are kind the, of some of the ones I wanted to bring up. The Goodwin games. I really liked that show. Oh, it, okay. It didn't, it didn't last long at all, but I I've never seen it. that either. It was like a Fox it. show where it was him, I think his brother and sister, their father died, so then they had to, like, to get things in the will, they had to, like, partake in all these weird like games and stuff that he set up like the dad set up yeah like it was like i enjoyed it i could see probably where most people didn't but i thought it was good yeah all right well nice uh, well here we go guys what we're gonna do for honorables andy you wanna you wanna shout it out yeah so what we're gonna do for honorables is uh you know we could have mentioned those things we just mentioned as honorables but what we wanted to do is talk about something that we'd like to see TJ Miller, um, you know, do in the future. So we're just going to rattle off, um, you know, uh, three different ideas or things that we would like to see TJ Miller do that he maybe hasn't done yet. Okay. So, uh, for my, I'm going to go ahead and, and shoot him off. I got three solid ideas, I think, right here. First off, um, I'd like to see TJ do. You know, he does all these movies where he's, like, the zany, wacky side character. And he always has, like, the names, like, uh, fucking Weasel and Stainer, Tough Nut. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. From How to Train Your Dragon. 
But I want to see a movie where TJ is the main star, main character of the movie, and he plays his same zany, wacky self, but he's like the main focus of the movie, and the side character would be the straight man. Maybe yeah, like, yeah. Maybe like a Jason Bateman since they have, you know, the relationship from Office Christmas Party or whatever. But Jason Bateman oh, yeah. would, would be a perfect fucking straight yeah. man side God, character. Bateman would be incredible. And by the way, this isn't a Bateman pod, but Bateman is – I just saw uh, the part – the game night. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. Well, this would – and it, we can do a Bateman spotlight series at some point too, you know. And I was even thinking like we move this maybe – uh you know, since Jabroni U is starting to sponsor us a little bit, maybe we do a wrestler as a spotlight. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd like too. that. I'd like that. But anyways, so the idea would be uh, have a straight man. He's the wacky, zany character trying to find love. Girls just don't really understand him. But, you know, in a love story, there's always one girl out there for everybody, right? Yeah. So you just got to find the wacky, crazy, zany girl. Yeah, you know? so take C.J. Miller and basically give him a role – like Seth Rogen got in knocked up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then and I then would love to see that. Maybe Jason Bateman would give him bad advice like, dude, you just gotta like try to act normal and be normal or whatever, but that's not the truth is he needs to just be himself. Right. And that's what we find out at the end of the movie. <laughs> and then he and I I thought of this idea because Andy, it might have been something you were gonna pick, but the Viceland thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TJ, and then his wife yeah, shows up I at the to, end. I forgot to shout that out, yeah. Well, his wife shows up at the end of that Viceland video on YouTube, and it's just him kind of talking about, uh, I think he was telling a story about... Going to a party in Hollywood for the first yeah, time and, and trying to dance with Paris, Paris Hilton. Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the video, his wife comes and sits on the armchair he's sitting in, and they, like, they both smash a uh, coconut water box on their heads. And I just thought yeah. it was... Like, he actually found somebody, yeah. like, as crazy as him, as fun and wild as him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's really cool. But I also thought of, like, the idea of this movie would have, like, the title of the title of the movie would be his character's name. So I thought, like, it could be, like, Ball Buster or Spill <laughs> or Fire Hose <laughs> or Chester Fire. or Chester Blaze Fart or Pants. Wow. His nickname would be Pants. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Something, cause it's always got a wild nickname, but I think that that's a Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, like that. I'm gonna go ahead and make it Pants. Pants. Yeah. <laughs> so, and for my second honorable mention, um, I'd like to see TJ play like a serious character, but I'd, I'd like it to be a villain. Almost, Ooh. almost in the sense of like Vince Vaughn in True Detective season two. Where yeah. he's not really being funny, but TJ is like, he's like a big dude, you know, he's like six something. Yeah. You know, he's big. So he's got like that, that kind of presence, that dominant presence that you need to be a villain. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to see him play like a villain as a straight character. That'd be great. And for my third honor roll, I want to see a Goreburger movie. Oh. The Goreburger oh. movie. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. All right. Those are good. We got Drew. Well, the first thing I'd really like to see him do is uh, come on a little podcast called the Draft Podcast. <laughs> Damn, that was on my list. That was on my list. Uh, like, what would you? What would you uh, say? We would draft with TJ Miller potentially. Oh man, um, 
Maybe we draft best interviews. Best ways or best things to smash over your head? <laughs> I was going to say things that piss you off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I would love to hear him just go off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe like stupid foods. Yeah. Yeah, just something crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him, uh, you know, I, I have something else written down, but my next two are like a prune. My next stupid food. There's no point to it. My next two are going to be kind of, kind of similar. Um, but the first one is, and Andy talked about it with the last comic standing thing. Um, and like how that would be, I think a good premise would be, and they actually did this on crashing this year. He wasn't a part of it, but. There was a uh, they did roast battles where two comedians would just get yes. up and roast. Oh each yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, I, yeah. if he would host that kind of show, would be really fucking cool. Yeah, because like that shit, like him like ripping on Deadpool's face and like him going yeah. off on what's his name on Silicon Valley. Like he could like you know like after each one, he's like, oh, I would have said this about him. Yeah, you know, or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And. You know, I originally didn't have that, but the one thing I did have is another similar show, but I think it'd be awesome for him to work his way somehow into this, like, American Idol type show where he gets to oh, be one, man. Of, one of the judges. The and judges? But he has no, like, me, like no musical background or something. Or like, you know, he could be like, yeah, I put out two albums. I, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, he gets in because. Is that like, your third? You yeah, want that's that? my third, yeah. I just thought that's like, hilarious. I I wasn't I I didn't like that they were too similar, but I just thought like like when you said that earlier about the last comic standing, I think that would be fun. And then like yeah, if he that's like a funny if, thing if he could he get in this yeah, like if if he got into being some sort of host of some show like or even like a Top Chef where it's like he has no business yeah. being there would be yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if he just showed up to American Idol and like tried out. Oh yeah, like, as a, as maybe like <laughs> in costume or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He that'd be fantastic. He could do like you know something that's like you know like uh like like some Sasha Baron Cohen would do too. You know, like I think that you know that would be yeah yeah. But hell yeah, I like that. All right, uh, first one I'm going to go with. uh, To me, this is the most you know obvious one that just makes sense. It needs to happen. It it probably needs to happen once he gets that that role, James, like you're talking about, or maybe it could have already happened. Um, but uh, T.J. Miller hosting Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he would be hilarious. He's done the Second City thing. I believe he tried out at one point um, and didn't didn't get in. Um, but you know, there's a lot of like great comics that have tried out and never gotten. You know, yeah. didn't yeah. get the shake. T.J. Miller with with just how he uses props and his absurdity and stuff like that. I think Saturday Night Live would like. I think he'd kill that shit. He'd be yeah. good. He'd be really good. Yeah, and he doesn't take himself serious. So like, exactly, exactly. Like that you know, I I find that to be a downfall a lot with hosts is they they you know you can almost tell like they don't like oh I don't want to do that. Yeah. But like like yeah. again when Jim Carrey was on there he was willing to do the silly shit Anything, and he made it yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say the next one, uh, I'd like a roast of TJ Miller. Oh, oh. yeah. 
So you mentioned the roast, and yeah. I, I kind of had this. I would, I would like to, you know, maybe it's a bit early. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people that that still need to get roasts done for them, but like, at least put them on the dais. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so he can kind of uh, rip on on those people, like kind of what you were saying. But it would be cool to see the actual roast of TJ Miller. Yeah. Um, you know, he's. He's had his ups and his downs, like all kinds of stuff happening in his career. So I think I think that would be a good one. Yeah. Um, and then the final one I'd like to see, and, and James, this is why I was like, kind of like, damn, you took set list, uh, the comedy with no net thing. Yeah. I would like to see him and maybe a couple other other guys, maybe like four dudes. You know how they had the original Kings of Comedy tour? Yeah. yeah. Like I would like to see that with him and like three dudes or or chicks too, you know. I don't Sarah Silverman, uh him, TJ Miller, um Dimitri Martin and I don't know, somebody else throw throw in there and uh Jay Farrell, fuck it. And uh just have that have that board where they like constantly are putting up jokes and they do a tour um, or put out a, a movie like the original Kings of Comedy did um, where they're actually doing, you know, kind of one man. And you can even have them come on stage together, do the improvise, improvise stuff, because I think that that was one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen. And that's T.J. Miller at his best um, when he's coming up with ideas on the fly, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's so, yeah, I like those, that. Those are my three. Definitely, that have would be some, have something. That'd be the coolest damn tour ever. Yeah, yeah. having something to showcase his improv abilities because they're spot on. And you know, I wonder if because uh, they said that that one of the reasons that he had that aneurysm was because that part of his brain was undeveloped from childhood. So you wonder if like maybe maybe he acts the way he does just because he or he's so funny as an adult just because he still has that bit of like childishness. Yeah. In his brain, well, there might know? be some stuff that happens where like it can seriously affect you, and you don't want to say you don't want to make excuses and stuff like that for people. But like I think sometimes some of the brilliance that we get out of comedians is just that little part of the brain where there's a filter that goes from the genius of the idea to spitting it out. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, the best comedians, I don't know if they're missing that filter or they just go right, right you know, right <laughs> on past it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I think sometimes that happens, and that's why we get some some crazy things. But I feel like we have to sometimes – expect some of the crazy we have to expect some like things that seem like a kanye west something that seems kind of wild and like you just almost like have to let them work it through sometimes yeah yeah Yeah. because sometimes you'll hear some some genius um after you know the supposed crazy if that makes sense i don't know if i heard anything after he said slavery was a choice but (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I get, and I get that. That's where, that's where I'm saying things will fly out yeah. and like, then you, you they're have to so have quick time. to say, yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to have time to develop what your thought process is. I got it. Exactly. You. Yeah. 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 So, 
I think he had. Um, I think he had plenty of time because he knew when his album was coming out. <laughs> that there's yeah. a theory too. But I, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying. I, th- I think people uh, sometimes are a little too too quick to, you know, write the person off completely in this Twitter day of age, um, as opposed to like we all say some stupid shit. Um, don't don't judge me off one thing stupid that I said. Yeah. Are you pipe bombing us right now? That was actually that that that's a, <laughs> that's a pipe bomb. Well, is this more of like a point towards TJ Miller and other people in general? But I think I I, I just I I think guys like uh, TJ Miller like are incredibly brilliant and smart, and I don't want one thing that he does yeah. to like steer me away from all the other the good art that he's putting out essentially yeah Yeah. Yeah, i i that was that was gonna be that's another pipe bomb i have for another day i think maybe but yeah i didn't mean to pipe bomb at the end sorry (laughs) to university no it's just like it's good though like we can talk about it again but i i feel the same way where i don't i don't hold people accountable for one bad thing they did you know like you know like to me aside from what it is like yeah yeah, yeah, it depends on, of course, yeah. the level. Killing of... someone is a different story. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Ty Cobb killed somebody. It doesn't make him a bad baseball player. <laughs> that's true. It does not. It I makes mean, him a bad person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm that saying. That is correct. Like, like it, that is correct. It, there's somebody else out there that, yeah, he's a horrible person because he has rape charges. But that doesn't mean... Bill Cosby himself is not one of the best stand-up specials of all time. That is, that's also correct. That's all fair. That one's a little harder to defend. But I'm I'm, defending it. I guess because, in my opinion, it's not that great. But I've never been a Cosby fan. Oh, man. It's kind of separating the art from the artist, basically. Let's, uh, how about this? Andy, real quick, to bring us back to happiness and and laughter. Top three stupid foods. Go. Quick. Oh man, uh, I mean a prune for sure. Prune number one. Why? Why? Why do you exist? <laughs> number two. Seriously, why do you exist? Uh, number two, I'm gonna go with uh, tomato. <laughs> I love tomatoes. I love tomatoes. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's great in ketchup. Um, <laughs> it's like the worst thing. Uh, <laughs> number three. Yeah, I mean, number three. What do you got? Uh, I like spaghetti sauce too. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go with, uh, um, shit, shit, shit. Uh, damn. Okay. Uh, wow. This, um, is, a, this is a Drew moment. This is yeah. a cantaloupe, quick draft. A cantaloupe. A cantaloupe. <laughs> That's good. I love that one. Oh, that is one of, that is the number one stupidest yeah. food. Wow. Aside from cutting a hole in it and putting something inside of it, what's the point? Also, fuck cucumbers. That's my number one stupid okay. food. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, uh, here we go. These are our teams of TJ Miller moments in our new draft pod spotlight series. Spotlight. For James's team of TJ Miller moments. Number one, first appearance on Conan. Number two, she's out of my league. The movie he played Stainer. Number three, stand up without a net on YouTube. It'll be posted. Number four, the Vanity Fair hijacking of Tinder on YouTube. It'll be posted. Number five, The Goreburger Show. And for Drew's team of TJ Miller Moments, Spotlight Series. Number Spotlight. one. 
This is not happening. Also on YouTube will be posted. Number two, no real reason the period bit. You can probably posted. find it. Number three, a Hot Ones interview with Sean Evans. Also on oh. YouTube. Also on YouTube. <laughs> Drew's, Drew's favorite YouTube series of all time. Number oh, four. <laughs> number four, his You Made It Weird interviews. Pete Holmes podcast, You Made It Weird. Number five, whatever this bit was for no real reason. What was it? Drew? Uh, fuck. I don't remember now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Wait, we did, this, we did uh, the period one? I didn't write it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. No. Oh, no. his writer. Okay, the right. Oh, oh yeah, right, yeah, yeah, the right. Yeah, the turkey yeah, yeah. sandwiches. He won the turkey sandwich. And for Andy's team of TJ Miller moments, number one, acceptance speech at the Crit- Critics' Choice Awards. Number two, Ehrlich Bachman from Silicon Valley. Number three, his Yin Yang Friends song from his rap album with Bo Burnham. Number four, his interview on the Omaha News where he's spilling water out of his face. And number five, late night talk interviews. All of them. All of them. <laughs> Another generalization from him. <laughs> you know, I don't have to win or lose. So this ours one. no approved. <laughs> yeah. We we all win. Uh, we get to we got to talk and reminisce on some of the greatest TJ Miller moments. Yeah, um, the dude's still pretty damn young, and uh, we got a lot more TJ Miller hopefully to come. Yeah. Um, already, I'm very excited to see what's next. He already told death to go fuck itself, so yeah. he's 37 he now. TJ, get your ass on the draft pot. <laughs> <laughs> one day, you know, one day we're going to be big enough that TJ is going to be begging us to be on the draft pot. <laughs> yeah. And I'll accept with open arms. And TJ, you know, feel free to take any of our uh, three ideas, so nine ideas, <laughs> and and do something with them. Uh <laughs> We'd love to. We'd love to see you come on tour and do that improv. Uh, so yeah. And I'd like to end it with this statement: There's nothing that you can do, TJ, to stop us from being your fans. Stay cool. <laughs>